the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I always look forward to Thursday because it means a visit with our friend Matt Mayer of OpportunityOhio.org. Follow his run for governor in the state of Ohio at OhioMatt.com, and you can follow him on Twitter at OhioMatt. So we have this book coming out, Matt, about Joe Biden, and it's written by a guy named Franklin Four F-O-E-R, who I don't know, but I'm told he's a career, you know, liberal left wing. He's written for The Atlantic, for Slate, for New York Magazine. And he complains, uh, well, Biden complains about the White House walking back his blunders, most notably his, for God's sake, uh, Vladimir Putin can't remain in power. Is this part of a concerted, maybe even purposeful effort on Democrats to uh, death by a thousand paper cuts Joe Biden off the ticket? Of course it is. It, it, it is all part of now the pathway before the Oval Office visit, I think you and I have talked about before, that Barack Obama will definitely be part of, in which they say, Joe, you did a great thing by get, getting rid of Trump for the four years. You're not going to win. Too many Democrats don't want you to run. Too many Americans don't think you're fit to be president, you know, but you can go down as the, you know, the most progressive since FDR, uh, or you're going to lose to Trump, and then you're going to be blamed for that. So here's the deal. Let's exit gracefully and just go, go spend time with your kids and grandkids. Okay, so this has to be a needle threaded very, very carefully because it's my position that they have to get him to the finish line because am I wrong or right, agree or disagree, it's much harder to keep Kamala Harris from being your nominee if she is the president given that Joe Biden has been moved out of office before his term ends. Well, I don't think he'll be moved out of office before the term ends. I think he just won't run for re-election. So they'll 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 keep him in there for that very reason because because Kamala is even less pop popular than 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 Biden. So they'll keep him in office. They'll just he just won't be running for re-election, and that will take care of her as well because she won't you know she's off the ticket then. So she'll have she could jump in on her as in her own right to run for president, but she'll be joined in that fight by people like Gavin Newsom out of California. Jared Polis out of Colorado, Gretchen Whitmer possibly out of Michigan. So there'll be a, a jump into a primary. And look, we already saw how she did the last time. She didn't hmm. even make it to Iowa. She was so bad. Yeah, for sure. Matt Mayer, our guest, opportunityohio.org. His uh, website about his run for governor in Ohio is ohiomatt.com. Follow him on Twitter at ohiomatt. Okay, uh, Trump continues to run away. A little bit of movement in the polls. Nothing really fantastic or, or really uh, significant after the debate. But we now have a hurricane in Florida, and DeSantis has left the campaign trail. And I'm wondering if Ron DeSantis can gain on Trump just by being Governor Ron DeSantis, not candidate Ron DeSantis. I think for sure. I mean, if he, he by being Governor DeSantis, dealing strongly with a hurricane and a disaster, as he has he done in the past, he he reminds us of what we like about Ron DeSantis, right? And so I think it'll probably see a couple point bump uh, in polls for him in the coming week or so given how he's handled uh, this latest hurricane. 
Now, we also have this supposed debate coming between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. And uh, that's interesting to me on multiple levels. Newsom, I think, is doing it to show himself to be a presidential candidate. But I also think it can help DeSantis. Uh, Your thoughts on what could move Trump down off his position of strength? If this sounds weird, but like, would it have any impact on Trump's popularity among Republicans if Biden uh, fails and it becomes increasingly clear that there's going to be some other candidate other than Joe Biden on the Democratic side of the ticket? Yeah, I mean, I think it it, it, it probably will hurt Trump a bit, right? Because the, the, the Democrats will have taken care of nobody wants this this reelection to happen. Nobody wants to see Trump versus Biden again. Uh, and if they take care of their side, then it leaves kind of our side, right? And, and it takes away kind of right now Trump's main enemy, which is, you know, Joe Biden, who stole the last election kind of thing, right? And so, you know, does it hurt him a ton? No, but I think it brings him down a bit and, and gives a little bit of air to the to the to the viable folks remaining in the Republican primary, which is only a handful, well, less than a handful, only like three or four of the folks remaining. Uh, have a viable chance if something how Trump were to stumble more. Matt Mayer is our guest, OpportunityOhio.org and OhioMatt.com. We have an abortion amendment on the ballot in Ohio. We have a legalization of marijuana uh, proposal on the ballot in Ohio. We have various other issues that Republicans can engage on. I'm thinking of, you know, cultural issues, the men playing women's sports, men in women's spaces, uh, you are working toward a campaign that would, you know, come to the before the voters in uh, in 2026. Uh, but what would you say for Republicans and their messaging and how they should message statewide on these issues and other issues, even like school board races and things like that in 2024? What is the uh, what is the winning formula for Republicans? Oh, my gosh. For, for, God, for gosh sake, get on offense. Stop playing defense. I mean. I am so tired of seeing us react to what the progressive left is doing, right? We're reacting to the abortion amendment. We're, we're reacting to the, the, the minimum wage. We're reacting to taking, taking uh, uh, protections away from police. We're reacting to the, whatever it is. Coming, and where are our proposals right now? You know you've read my agenda. You know I, I'll have several big issue items we're going to put before the people because, you know, we know the legislature won't do it. And so, you know, we got to get on offense, be strategic. And right now we've been on, we've been on defense too long. And so this is where, again, Mike DeWine, John Houston, Dave Yost, they're all AWOL, right? Where's the leadership? Where, where are our proposals that we're going to put on the ballot to put them on defense and, and to get our people jacked up and excited to come vote? And that's part of the problem, right? It's, it's not a substantive fight we're losing. It's a procedural fight we're losing. Our side's just not jacked up because, you know, what are they jacked up about? To play defense? And so we've got to get smart and we've got to get better and more strategic. And, and that's lacking and has been lacking in Ohio for a very long time. OK, uh, we have had uh, an announcement this week by Google that they're going to put more money into their venture here in central Ohio. Uh, you have been very critical of uh, Jobs Ohio. Uh, you've uh, noted that Cincinnati, Columbus, surrounding areas do pretty well. Other areas of Ohio, not so well. Mike DeWine, John Husted continue to tout their jobs performance and the business environment in the state of Ohio. Uh, where are we with that and uh, where we are in terms of regaining jobs or building back to where we were prior to the pandemic? Yeah, look, as Mark Twain said, there, you know, there are lies, damn lies, and statistics. And, and, and Mike DeWine and John Husted live on the damn lies and statistics because here's the reality, right? Pandemic shutdown. Ohio took 
longer than most other states to fully recover their jobs. We, t- we were the 39th state to get back all the jobs we lost, and that was only a couple months ago. And we're only about 22,000 jobs up net since 2019, right? Bigger per- perspective. They put out a big press release last week saying we have a record number of jobs in Ohio, which is actually true. There's a but, though, and here's what the but is. We finally got back to the record after 23 years. We were the 49th state to finally get back to the March of 2000 peak that every state hit 23 years ago. Most states hit it years ago. We finally did last month. So we are now a whopping 5,100 jobs bigger today in our private sector than we were in March of 2000, 23 years ago. That is pathetic. It's absurd. And it is nothing to brag about. Right. And this is the problem. Those are preliminary numbers. If, if as the ADP job figures came out this week, uh, there's reports that they're going to chop off half a million jobs out of the, of the, of the private sector because BLS has to do these revisions. So it's possible we'll dip back under that record and be, and be back negative for the last 23 years. So again, th- there's nothing to brag about in terms of our job, our job uh, performance here. That's why we need to do the fundamental changes I'm pushing for as part of my agenda. Uh, I'm going to assume, Matt, and our guest is Matt Mayer, OpportunityOhio.org. Follow him on Twitter at Ohio Matt. Read his position paper on all the issues regarding his run for governor in Ohio at OhioMatt.com. I'm going to assume that jobs, the economy, inflation, prices, interest rates, all that is the number one concern when you go out and about, and you've been to a lot of counties in Ohio uh, regarding your bid for governor. I'm curious, how much does crime come up? Because here in Columbus, I mean, it's just amazing to me the amount of juvenile crime, and juvenile crime does not mean like petty theft. It means murder by juveniles, murder of juveniles. Uh, people here in Columbus, all Democrat, of course, continue to blame it on the guns and don't really, to me, have a workable solution to all this. But how big of a concern is crime? And if you're governor, you're governor of the entire state, even cities where they have crime. Uh, you've worked in Homeland Security for the Bush administration. What's your position on all that? How would you address it? Yeah, I mean, I think for- my focus is governor statewide, right? I'd be, I'm going to focus on crushing the cartels, bringing, bringing drugs and fentanyl into the state that are killing 5,000 Ohioans a year, the human traffickers that are, that are robbing you know, young men and women of their lives uh, and forcing them into prostitution, you know, 20 tricks a day, you know, every day for, seven, you know, for year, months on end, right? We're going to go after the felons that are doing harm to our people and our communities. And then here's what the last thing. We're going to push aggressively on these Democrat mayors and Democrat prosecutors to, to put, go after the bad people, put them in jail, keep them in jail. And if they're not going to, they're going to have some real problems in terms of, of how we do state policy going forward, because we're not going to allow those most vulnerable, which are the folks living in our urban communities, to be you know ravaged even more because Democrats want to play friends with George Soros and have DAs and city prosecutors that don't actually prosecute, enforce law, put people in jail so that those communities are safer for the young, young folks and the, the, the people living there that have to deal with that crime day in and day out. Great point. Matt Mayer, love having you on. Love your perspective. Uh, Matt Mayer is uh, reachable on his website regarding his run for governor at OhioMatt.com. I'm sure you have your schedule up there. Follow him on Twitter at OhioMatt. Appreciate the perspective. Thanks for coming on the show today. Love it, Bruce. Take care. So we've discussed the poll that says 77% of Americans think Joe Biden is too old to function as president. 69% of Democrats say the same. Uh, It is not a good poll for the White House. And now there's a new book coming out 
uh, by a guy by the name of Franklin Four. His last name is spelled F-O-E-R. We talked about it with Matt Mayer. He's, uh, as I said, written for The Atlantic. He's written for Slade. He's written for New York Magazine. Uh, He's not exactly national review material, not an authentic conservative. He's a Biden guy. The book is The Last Politician. And in that book, they talk about Biden being really, really angry that he is uh, contradicted, shall we say, (laughs) or better yet, corrected by his own staff after he says things that are a departure from the words they would like him to say. This is the problem. This is why Joe Biden does not come out anymore and talk off the cuff because they cannot trust him to talk off the cuff. Because the last time he departed from the teleprompter, he said something that could have precipitated World War III. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principle, hope and light, of decency and dignity, of freedom and possibilities. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. Now, before Biden had a chance to confer with any of his advisors after that remark, they had already issued a clarification which is, of course, an actual correction, saying, no, it's not what he meant, not what he said, not what he really meant. And Biden, in the book, is quoted as saying that he did not appreciate being treated like this, and he asked the question, was JFK ever treated like a toddler? Well, no, he wasn't, because JFK was not 80, okay? JFK was, I think at the time, the youngest president ever, not the oldest And Joe Biden was the oldest president on the day he walked into office. And remember, if you do the Reagan administration, how much the Democrats were whispering or even saying out loud, Reagan's too old, he's had it, he can't do it. You don't want to wake this guy up in the middle of the night with a consequential decision about national security, he can't function. Ronald Reagan, on the day he left the White House, was younger than the day Joe Biden walked into the White House as president in January of 2021, and they want to run him again. They want to run him again. He wants to run again. The missteps are myriad, literally and figuratively, missteps, tripping up the stairs of Air Force One to the point where they now have to give him these short stairs so he doesn't have as many stairs to climb, falling over a sandbag at the uh, U.S. Naval Academy, uh, looking for Jackie Walorski, in the room at the White House when they signed a piece of legislation that she had championed, except Jackie couldn't attend that day because Jackie was dead. And Joe Biden had issued a directive that flags be flown at half-staff in her honor. And he didn't remember a month later that she was dead. There seems to be a theme about dead people and Joe Biden, at least Piers Morgan, remembers another. The truth is nobody at the White House trusts the boss not to do something ridiculous in public. And that's because every time President Biden appears in public, something happens that's awkward, embarrassing. He either falls over or he stumbles on his words, or in my case, the one that really got me. He said, God save the Queen nine (laughs) months after she died. He was at her funeral. 
You're not going to save a queen who's been dead nine months. So, I, look, <laughs> I find it awkward. I find it embarrassing. I'm a huge fan of the United States, huge fan of, of America and Americans. And this is the, you know, the leader of the free world. And the rest of the world's looking on going, my God, this guy looks like yeah. he's, he's really in the, in the early stages of some kind of senile dementia. That has to be one of the all-time quotes. You're not going to save the queen when she's been dead for nine months. No, you're not. You're not going to save the queen. But they're going to save Joe Biden, brother. If you don't believe me, give a listen to Matt Bennett. He's a Democratic strategist and the head of a left-wing think tank. Uh, Pay no attention to your lying eyes, Matt Bennett, when you see Joe Biden (laughs) capsizing before your very eyes. I've worked in the White House. It's a really hard job, and presidents are usually pretty tired. Uh, so I think the fact that uh, Joe Biden is tired is not exactly news. Moreover, uh, as I recall, in the Trump administration, he would have executive time on his schedule virtually every day until about noon. So I don't think it's news that he doesn't have public events on his schedule early either. The president goes home at night with a large briefing book. He's got a lot of reading to do. He's got a lot of things to do. So the fact that he's not doing things in public before 10, when he's getting briefed, when he's uh, catching up on on what's happening, I don't think is news at all. So this does not strike me as a problem for the Biden White House. Ooh, must be hard to breathe with your head in the sand, Matt Bennett. Does not strike me as a problem for the Biden White House, that Joe Biden doesn't do anything before 10 a.m. 10 a.m.? Does he do anything before 3 p.m.? He goes home, Matt Bennett says, with a large briefing book. Yeah, really? Anybody think he's cracking that book? (laughs) Anybody think that book is like the Michael Knowles book, Reasons to Vote for Democrats, and you open it up and it's 150 blank pages? You think they're loading Biden down with battle reports from the front at Ukraine? Oh, Mr. President, check out the strategic reports. Probably a lot of stuff on climate change. Well, that'll put anybody to sleep. Uh, There are a lot of conversations, of course, and I had one with Matt Mayer just now about, are they going to dump Joe Biden off the ticket? And I said yesterday, you dump Joe Biden off the ticket, you got to do it in time to have a free-for-all in the primaries because you can't do it so late that only Kamala Harris is standing there ready to inherit that spot on the ticket. Uh, Matt Bennett asked, a one plot for us on the likelihood, one not likely at all, 10 very likely that Democrats will move on and Joe Biden won't be on the ticket. On a scale of one to 10, that scenario is a zero. Joe Biden is a very successful incumbent president and successful incumbent presidents tend to win unless they are facing a very serious uh, primary threat, which he's not. There's a lunatic named RFK Jr. running against him, but, but it's not like Ted Kennedy running in 1980 uh, or sorry, in uh, yeah, 1980. So Joe Biden is going to be our nominee. Joe Biden is going to win the election. I agree with Reince that it's going to be close, and I think that's probably going to be about 100,000 people deciding the election. But I like our chances. I mean, remember that Donald Trump is up by almost 40 points in the Republican primary. He's facing 91 criminal counts. And I think uh, tired against 91 criminal felony counts, I'll take that any day. On a scale of one. That is all they have. Is Trump's indictments a very successful incumbent president? Joe Biden? Really? 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.